Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears, presented by Online Trading Academy. I am Aaron, and I will be the bear today, and that leaves Nigel with all the bull. You know, I do think that we are in a small, uh, what they call a bear market rally, which means it goes up a little bit during a bear market. Doesn't mean it's the bottom. Don't get no. me wrong here. <laughs> but I do think we're in a little bit of a bear market rally. How long it'll last, that's, uh, that's up to anybody to know. But... I do think we may head up for a little bit longer before we hit some some more selling yeah. pressure. Well, and so the real question out there, in, in everybody's mind, right, yeah. is when do we bottom out? Because everybody knows that the the fastest way to wealth and the best, the surest way to wealth mm-hmm. is to put as much money in as possible at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So where's the bottom? How do you get there? <laughs> All right. Well, that's something that I want to talk about as a strategy a little bit later in the program. Yeah. Okay. Because um, there are ways to to get closer to the bottom, um, and not even having to know where the bottom is. Really. Well, and I'll tell you one way not to do it: don't <clears throat> listen to the people on the news that are telling you this is the bottom. Yes. Because they've been saying that way. for six months, and it hasn't bottomed yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. But we've still got some pain to go through, and if we've got economic pain, that is going to affect the markets. It might even create new lows. Yeah. I mean, probably. Might. Most likely. Yeah. That, that's. <laughs> Let's just go with that, okay? Uh, so we've got some more pain in the market. Part of that is the Fed is going to continue raising rates, and we talked about that during the last segment, right? Uh, the unemployment numbers that we saw, um, well, they, they're giving force to uh, the, Fed's, the Fed's idea that they have to keep raising rates. Mm-hmm. And so when they raise rates, that affects the market negatively. Yeah. All right. The other thing that's going to affect the markets uh, negatively, and we I kind of prefaced this in the last segment, is the corporate bond market. Yeah. Okay? Uh, so understand what's going on <clears throat> is that the companies, and especially the large cap companies, when they want to grow their business, what they do is they go and look for loans in the form of bonds. Mm-hmm. Right? So they sell a bond, which just means that, hey, I'm going to sell this and any investors that want to get in on it, I'm going to pay you this rate for this amount of time. And so they put it out there, you know, fund me type style, Yeah. but in the bond market. Yeah. And once it's, it's filled with, with all the investors, then they are now, uh, they now have the money that they want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, eventually that comes due. And when it comes due, you've got two choices. You can either pay off the bond which takes a lot out of your profit, or you can renew your bond. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, the blessed news (laughs) over the last couple of years is, is that with the rates as low as they were, that not only affects mortgages, right? So we saw mortgages as low as, as 2% for people that really had great credit, right? Um, or maybe just a little bit, bit above that, but way down there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for those that had good credit in business, the bonds were also at that rate. Yeah. They were super low. Uh, but now the rates have moved up. Just like trying to sell your house right now, you can't get a 2% mortgage anymore. It's like six something. Right? So if you were trying to refinance your house, you wouldn't get 2% anymore like you did, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now it's at 6% and that's what the bonds are going for. Well, that's much more expensive than it used to be. Because remember, they have to pay on this. Uh, they have to pay on this monthly or quarterly. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that's taking it out of profit if it's more expensive. So they need to renew their bond because they don't want to try and pay it all off 
right? Mm -hmm. And especially since they're still trying to recover from the pandemic, most of these companies. Well, and and the other kicker, too, is there's a lot of companies that get bonds, especially when the Federal Reserve was handing them out um, at a pretty low interest rate. They were getting these bonds and buying their own stock shares. Well, if you now have to pay back your shares of things... Mm-hmm. You have to sell the shares that you bought, which in turn... is going to further drive the prices down. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so it's going to rob them in two areas. Number one, it's going to rob them of the money that they would otherwise be able to use to grow or or advertise. Mm-hmm. So if they can't advertise, they can't grow more, then they stagnate at best or drop value um, most likely. Yeah. And so what we have is this bond market where there was easy money for a long time, but now they have to renew and understand 25% of all of the bonds that are out there are going to, are going to be due within the next year. Mm-hmm. All right. They, they have to be renewed in 2023. All right. That's either going to turn the companies into what we call zombie companies, where so much of their money is going towards debt that now they can't pay for for growth or for advertising. And so they are the walking dead. Yeah. The next bad thing that happens kills them. Yeah. Right. Uh, when, when investors see the walking dead out there, they drop their stock price. <laughs> uh, yeah. And right. we're going to say smart investors. All right. Because yeah. there are plenty of people out there who see a company that used to be a hundred dollars at a dollar. And they think that's Ooh, a great buy. Gotta buy it. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta pick some of that up. Right. And then it goes to zero and you're like, okay, maybe <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't like, have done whoa, that whoa, one. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. At any rate. So, um, what we can expect to see in the future is we, we are going to see these, um, what we call zombie companies, mm-hmm. the walking dead in the markets, waiting for the next bad thing to happen. And eventually something bad's going to happen. And so yeah. that's when you see a lot of companies going out of business. Yeah. That's going to negatively hurt the stock market in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where it was inflation, I was really worried about inflation in the past. My new focus is now on, on the bond market. Yeah. All right. And, and who is going to be renewing? It has to renew. Which ones are going to pay it off? Which ones are going to uh, simply renew at higher rates? Yeah, the ones that renew at higher rates, I'm going to take a a deep look at their books. Yeah. Now, if you don't know how to look at their books, there's an easier way to do it. Right? <laughs> you, you have to. Uh, what you what you need to do is start looking at their charts instead of looking at their books. Yeah. All right. Uh, trading on the charts is so much easier than trading on the books, for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, looking at their books. Understand you're only looking at the last three months. And and trying to judge what they're going to do in the future based on the last three months. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of guesswork. Yeah. All right. When you're looking at the charts, y- yes, you are in the trading mode. Okay. Which means that you're doing a, a little bit, um, I don't know, you're doing less work because it's easier than looking at the books. But you're probably not looking at it as as much of a long term. You're ready to get out at any time. And, and, and don't get us wrong here. You don't have to be a, a day <clears throat> trader to know how to read a chart. There are people who are long-term investors who place one or two trades a month who mm-hmm. still look at a chart every once in a while. Well, yeah, and the charts are actually better information because it's real-time information. Yeah. Right? Um, but for the purposes of this program, because most people listening probably don't understand how to look at charts or the books, I'm going to be very focused on that in the near future. <laughs> Is that what's going to determine what I'm in? No. All right, the charts are going to be mm-hmm. uh, because the charts are real time data. That's much more secure than old data, yeah. like the books. Three months ago, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, and especially in this environment, I can't count on old data to tell me what's going on in the near future. Well, and that's why we have when we have earnings reports, the company still has to come out with a statement that basically talks about, hey, what do we expect next quarter? And I can't remember exactly what those are called. Forward looking? Yeah. Is that basically yeah, what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the forward. Um, yeah, you're right. It's but the there's a term looking. they use. It's it's forward-looking uh, <laughs> earnings, though, basically. And so they'll say, hey, over the next couple of months, yes, they set an expectation. Inflation. Yeah, we expect X, Y, Z. Right. Those are the things that you may look at to to kind of say, hey, this company is going to make more money in the future. We're going to make yeah. less money, Unless they're Enron. In the, well, yeah. They, they can which, lie to you. Yes, yeah, that's Which true. is why the charts always tell you the better story, yeah. right? At any rate... Um, you know what we're what we're looking at going forward is the CEOs have come out and they've already talked about the future and they're talking about a very negative future mm-hmm. right so that's kind of what we're expecting um but because people don't understand the bond market i think that that's part of what the negative um piece is mm-hmm. they've got to come up with money somehow to cover the debt that they already have and they built up debt while the debt was easy because who would have expected debt to climb as fast as it ha- or the rates to go uh, you know, high as, as they are right now, as fast as, as, as we've gone. Have, yeah. And so, you know, hey, looking at it, you thought you had more time. Now you don't. Well, who would have expected 8 point something percent inflation as fast as it came on? You yeah. know, I mean that... Wait. I did. Oh, well, yes. Okay. For the last 18 <laughs> months, you have been you have been saying inflation. Um, but you know what I mean is it, it just kind of, it caught a lot of people off guard because we had been doing the same thing for so long and it didn't really affect us in the way that we thought it would. And so we thought if we kept doing it, it no, sure. still wouldn't affect us. And then hey, it did. Don't, don't change what works, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Until... Well, did it really work? Yeah. <laughs> well, for a minute it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, um, you know, that's setting up uh, the position where we're going, we're, we're going to see a protracted down market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been stepping down beautifully. Understand, you know, this is a bear market. It's doing exactly what we suspect. Um, even though we see the bear rallies where it gets higher for a little while, it's been stepping down textbook style. We expect it to keep stepping down because we're going to keep uh, raising rates, the Fed is, mm-hmm. and the Fed is going to continue selling off the equities that they built up over a 12-year period. Mm-hmm. Because of that, well, there's money leaving the market, and especially right now, money is leaving the market and going to the bond market. Yeah. Um, but uh, the debt crisis in the future is going to be this bond market. That's going to play havoc in the market. So we can expect a protracted run down. All right. Now, that's going to create two types of people. You're either going to be, I don't know, I, I saw this thing. Are you a sad bear? A sad be bear. Be a bull in a, in a bear market. All right. Being a bull in a bear market is a terrible idea. It is. All right. That means that you're buying the dip and it's going to keep going down. But if it keeps dipping, <clears throat> you're not making money until it, it turns recovers. around. Which it, why does do that? It turn around. Wait Years? until it gets to the bottom and then buy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so don't be a bull in a bear market. Don't be a sad bear. There's, there's things that you can do in a bear market to make things better. All right. Understand it. Last year, this time I was talking about, Hey guys, oil is going to go up. Um, and, and the general market is going to go down. If all you had done last year is taken your stock holdings and shifted it over to something like uh, Chevron, commodities. Yeah. Well, commodities, but yeah. pe- most people don't know how to work with commodities, right? Yeah. That's one of the things that we teach how to work with commodities. But if they'd done nothing but buy, buy Chevron, Hey, Chevron's up 40% this year mm-hmm. from last year. Oh. 
and the general market is down 23%. That's a 60% difference, people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's huge. It's huge. And you know, okay. I get a lot of people who ask about like financial planners and what they can tell their financial planners. Most of the time, financial planners have so many clients that they don't individually trade each one of the accounts. Well, not only that, but it's the way they, they are trained, right? Yeah. So when we get back, let's talk about how they're trained and why why their training isn't going to is going to not Give work you, for an individual. Yeah. Right? Okay. Good. In the meantime, we've got another hard break. During the break, you've got the choice. You can either uh, you can either listen to the commercials or you can give us a call and get registered into one of our classes and learn how to actually start taking control of your finances, right? Things, the market's going to continue going down. That doesn't mean that your personal holdings have to go down, all right? That doesn't mean that there's not opportunity in the markets for trading or investing. Mm-hmm. You just have to know how to do it, all right? This is a beautiful time in history for wealth building if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. all right? All right, well... If you want to learn that, we've got two choices. We've got a three-day class, and then during the three-day class, we go over, we go in depth on everything, right? Stocks, options, futures, Forex, wealth, trading, right? Uh, so your long-term accounts, your short-term accounts, we go through it all, and it's an intensive three days of trading and investing. If you want to actually start taking control of your future financially, this is a wonderful class to get into. Mm-hmm. All right. Typically $299. If you call right now, $99. But you have to tell whoever it is, right? Either if you're if you're calling us, you've got to tell the operator you want the $99 class, or you've got to text us dollar sign nine nine. All right. So here's the number. 8448 Trader. That's 844-887-2337. If you want the three-day class, just to say, hey, I want the $99 class. Somebody will give you a call back, all right? If you want the $99 class and you want to text in, then text dollar sign 99 to 25029. That's dollar sign 99 to 25029. Okay, now we have a, th- a free class as well, right? That's three hours where we go over everything, but it's kind of the highlights. You don't walk out of that. You walk out of that class understanding how everything works, it's not going to get you to actually get anything done with it, but mm-hmm. it's going to give you an idea of how everything works. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you just want to dip your toes in the water, you're not sure whether you want to take a uh, charge of your own accounts or not, that might be the class for you. So give us a call. If you want that class, it's 8448 trader. That's 844-887-2337. Just tell them you want the free class and they'll get you a date. All right. Or text income the word income to 25029. That's income to 25029. We'll see you after the break. 